Welcome back to Hot Tag with your real tag team champions, the Beer City Boys. Beer City Boys, that's right. <laughs> episode 24. Keeping you on your toes. Got the Griffey episode. The Griffey. Yeah, you know, we're, we're just hitting all the sports. You know, Michael Jordan was last week, Ken Griffey Jr. this week. The Kobe. He's got oh, two. Yeah. He's got two episodes, eight and twenty-four, yeah. right? Kobe, the Black Mamba, R.I.P. Right. Just wait. Soon. Well, it'll probably be like next year or the year after. We'll get to the Gretzky episode. Right. 99. Can't wait till the Gretzky episode. Yeah, ninety-nine. That's um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brody Lee's. Uh, that's Brody Lee's guy. He's a big hockey guy. Yeah. That's why Anna J is number ninety nine after Gretzky. That's right. Yeah, Anna J. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's right, Michael Scott. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, Shut up, Axe Man. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this week once again we're changing it up a little bit. Uh, happy Easter to everybody. Yeah, Happy Easter. Um, we're gonna do. Uh, got a little episode that we got together about uh factions so uh i hope you guys enjoy uh you got any other tidbits for them before we get into the factions matty eyes um i mean if you don't know what um the uh oh, what our factions are um you can always go dabble into youtube and like youtube these factions if uh you are shaking your scratching your head shaking your head like who are these guys and like yeah, feel free to dabble. Yeah, so uh, sit back and uh, crack a brew. That's right. And uh, enjoy. All right, uh, so this week uh, we're going to talk about factions. I know we kind of touched base about it a little bit in uh, the first episode of the season. But uh, this week we're just going to do strictly factions uh so, what do you think, Matty Ice? At least, uh, what, four guys? Three to four guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it could range to more. You never know. But, uh, yeah. So, um, I think, uh, faction number one, I think, has to be probably the Four Horsemen. I mean, that probably has, like, the most, um, um, that was probably, like, the biggest group ever to, like, be formed. Probably, I would say, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I'd have to say so, too. It's good that we got them out of the way right off the bat because I know if we both made a list, they'd be on both of our lists. So, yeah, no, I tend to agree. I think it, uh, they're probably the, the biggest uh, and most popular faction of, uh, of all time in wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I would say DX, too, would be up there uh, with popularity. Um yeah, them in the NWO. Yeah, NWO was probably pretty good too. Um, as well as we can't forget about Evolution. Evolution, I think, was like super good. Um, you had Ric Flair um, out of his prime, obviously, but just bringing up like Batista and Triple H and Randy Orton into that spotlight. Randy Orton was like super young, so. I think it developed him a lot. Um, it's unfortunately that he was too young, and then 
got into his addictions and whatnot and kind of ruined the whole thing for him. But he came back and, uh, you know, Randy Orton's a, a, a decent guy to, to be around and work with now. Yeah, no, I tend, I have to agree. I think um, just to backtrack a little bit, I think um, without DX and the NWO, I think there never would have been the Monday Night War. Uh, I think both those factions really uh, pushed the envelope for both uh, Raw and for um, Nitro. So I think without those, I think WCW nor uh, WWE would be as big as they were during the Monday Night War. I mean, obviously, you know, you had the Goldberg stuff and you had, you know, the others, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock and and Sting and, and stuff. I get that, but you take the NWO and DX out of the equation, I think uh, those two brands kind of fall a little bit. But then to go back to uh, what you're saying with Evolution, I have to agree with you on that one too because uh, I think without Evolution being with uh, Triple H and, and Ric Flair, I don't think Batista and Randy Orton would have become the, the, the superstars that they are today and that they were, uh, both of them being multi-time champs. Um, and the storylines that uh, that uh, spurred from that group was just absolute gold. I wish WWE would would bring some of that back. Put you know put some of those guys together, you know older guys with experience and some younger guys because I think that really helps prosper guys a lot a lot faster. Um, you know if if you would have just thrown Randy Orton out there without being an evolution, he would. He, I don't think he'd still be wrestling. Yeah, he, he'd be a, like a one and done. Um, definitely, we uh, we hit the net the the head on the nail with that one. Um, another, I mean, factions too. I mean, you had the Heenan family. I mean, that that was always good back in that day. Um, you had the Dangerous Alliance uh, with Paul E. Dangerously back in WCW. Um, and you had so many, so many good like little groups that um, that they had out there. Um, it's kind of hard to to really um, pick out like favorites. I mean, the Heart Foundation was another good one. I mean, you had all those guys with the Heart Foundation, all family. I mean, that's it, it, that gets pretty deep right there with family. I mean, I don't think you, you're not going to see that again today because how many people are like wrestling in a family nowadays? None. Yeah. Besides like, you know, some brothers. Yeah. Well, or the Usos with uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, they're cousins, but they're still family. You're right. Right. But, um, you know, another good one that you're, if you want to talk about family, the Von Erichs. Von Erichs. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about them. Um, I mean, they had a lot of power. Uh, think about the, about the fabulous Freebirds. I mean, they were kind of like a tag team, but um, in a way, they were kind of a faction too because they had three guys. So, I mean, those guys were um, in like a realm of their own back in the 80s when they first came out. They were the first group to come out with music, come out to music, I should say. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, to keep some factions going, I mean, like nowadays, um, you know, the Bullet Club, 
extremely popular. I mean, shit, just think about where the Bullet Club was a few years ago and how you see everybody nowadays wearing Bullet Club shirts. Right. You know, they kind of, with them doing like the being the elite thing and with the Young Bucks being in the Bullet Club and then the elite now and stuff like that, you know, um, I think they kind of made wrestling a little bit more popular and you weren't afraid to wear your wrestling shirts around and stuff. Right. I mean, that's kind of like, um, well, you could say now with the Dark Order. Yeah. Uh, we know we know John is uh, a member of the Dark Order, right? Yeah, our buddy John, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, we're like Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, another good group. And all those guys kind of came from groups themselves, too. Yeah. You know, uh, Adam Cole was in the Bullet Club for a little bit, and then he was in the Kingdom. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you know... I think factions are a big part of wrestling that people kind of forget about. Yeah, they certainly are. I mean, there's just so many factions that you can touch base on and so many um, ones that, like, you forget about, too, because of, um, like, just so much going on, you know, with... uh, the changing of the gauntlets and whatnot with factions and groups and tag teams and this person and that person. So it's pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. So do you, uh, do you have a top five that you, your top five faction, Matty Ice, or, or is it too hard for you to pick? You know, it's kind of hard for me to pick, but I would have to say, one of my top fives would probably be um, uh, definitely the Four Horsemen. Um, I would say like the Heenan family in the Hart Foundation. So that's three of them there. Um, again, I'm kind of going old school, but uh, um, I think Evolution would be in there as like four. And then probably, I, I, you know what? I like the Dark Order. I kind of like that group. Um, I mean, from everything that transpired with uh, Brody Lee passing and whatnot, like the Dark Order, I mean, everybody had something good to say. And it seemed like everybody was under the same realm of uh, Brody Lee brought that group together and made everybody in that group better. Money. And I owe everybody a beer. Yeah. Man, how many beers is that so far this season? Whew, uh, that's probably like at least three or four. Yeah, but I have to tend to agree with you. I think Brody Lee really like escalated that group. Um, and I know we've touched base a couple of times how we would like to have seen uh, the villain. Marty Skrull is the, is the leader. But you know, if Marty Skrull was the leader, that group would be more like, like a darker, more villainous group and not so much of... Uh, they're almost like cultish with Brody Lee, but they're also like, um, I don't want to say this and make it sound hokey, but they're like a cartoon bad guys. You know, it's the leader and he's the brains. Brody Lee was the brains and the leader and he was really smart and the tough guy. And then the other guys are kind of, you know, like the goofy underlings. Yeah. You know, yeah. like John Silver's a real goofy guy and, and, uh, 
I don't know if you watch Being the Elite, but I've seen some episodes where they were on there and they he was like, bring me Jungle Boy. And then they brought him Griff Garrison instead. <laughs> and they're like, here's Jungle Boy. And he's like, he throws papers at him. And that's not Jungle Boy. That's Griff Garrison, you fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, pardon my French. Uh, we might have to bleep that out. But uh, yeah, if I had to get, if I had to go with my top five, Four Horsemen for me is also number one, easy. Um, I think my number two is uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, as you all know, I'm a huge Adam Cole Bebe fan. So, uh, but I also do like uh, you know Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and uh, and uh, our local Wisconsin boy uh, Rod Roderick Strong. Um, I think my number three group um, is probably I'd have to say Evolution. I'd say without those, without Evolution, you know, you wouldn't have had Batista go on that big run, um, and you wouldn't have had uh, Randy Orton be a mainstay like he is now, of course. But um, I'd say my number four is probably the Bullet Club. Um, I know Matty Ice and I don't watch a lot of New Japan, but we uh, try to stay current with it as much as we can. And I think the Bullet Club has really escalated not only New Japan, but also wrestling as a whole. Like we were saying earlier, it really makes it uh, more mainstream. And people kind of wear, you know, I've seen a lot of people wear Bullet Club shirts. Um, and you can't go wrong with the leaders that they've had for the Bullet Club. You know, Finn Balor, um, or a.k.a. Prince Devitt. You know, AJ, Kenny, uh, now Slingblade. Um, or Switchblade, I'm sorry. Um, Jay White. But, um, yeah, so, what, that's my number four. Uh, my number five, um, you know, it probably has to be a tie between, um, uh, DX and NWO. I think, uh, both those groups go hand in hand with one another, and, uh, you know, I think both those groups, you know, kind of fed off each other. They're essentially, you know, the click, you know. Yeah. Without, uh, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and uh, uh, X-Pac, one, two, three, kid, Shawn Waltman, you know, without those guys, there wouldn't have been a lot of that Monday Night War stuff. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it's funny that... Uh, Ric Flair made two of those groups, and Triple H made two of those groups. So, uh, just goes to show how, I know a lot of people don't like Triple H, but just goes to show how good of a wrestler he is and uh, how he has been able to change and be mainstream for so long. Yeah, you know, Triple H, he's, um, I mean, he, he is part of the McMahon family, but uh, he, he put in a lot of work and a lot of effort into where he's at. I mean... Just because he's got some man name doesn't mean that uh, he was just hand-given everything that he had. So he had a lot of ideas and input. And look where he's got NXT. I mean, NXT is a better product than uh, the main rosters. So a lot of times. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. Um, I, I if, if the main roster, Raw and SmackDown that is, was run the same way as NXT, I think WWE would be... A way better product. Oh, definitely for sure. So, all right, well. Uh, so, on this note, yeah, we'll take a sh short break and we'll get back to you soon. Uh, we're going to stop here at uh, our local sponsor, Red Wing Shoes. <laughs> um, get us a new pair of work boots so that way our feet will be uh, rocking in style come next spring.
welcome back. Yeah, well, I didn't have any luck finding any boots, but uh, the Axeman sure did. Hopefully, your boots are comfortable and uh, they'll suit you well. Hopefully, you'll like them because yeah. uh, I want the same pair. <laughs> yeah, then we'd be two uh, true tag team champs, matching, matching ring gear. That's right. It's all about the matching ring gear. So, anyways, um, to um, segment our way further into this podcast. Um, how about we come up with our own fashion? Um, I guess, um, I don't know, how many guys do you want in your faction? Um, I'd say, what, you want to limit it to, to five? That's a pretty good faction number, unless you want more. Sure, let's do five. All right. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go? You know, how about, how about you go first? All right, um... We don't have to come up with a faction name, do we? If you got one right. off the top of your head, go for it. Well, um, all right. So if I had my uh, perfect faction, um, let's see. First, I think I'd have to start off with uh, Adam Cole, baby. Always got to go with the with my guy. Um, you know, I'll put him in as the as the leader um and then uh secondary guy I'd have to probably go with um I'd probably have to go with Marty Skrull I think he's a he can be a leader you know so then if if Adam Cole were to get hurt or something he could step in and kind of lead the faction until he came back but he's a good secondary guy, I feel like. Okay. Um, and then, uh, third guy I'd probably have is, um, Buddy Murphy. Um, I really like Buddy Murphy. I think he's athletic. Um, and he's a perfect, like, up-and-coming guy to, uh, to really feed off the rest of the guys. After that, my fourth guy would probably have to be the Bad Apple. And then I would, though, him and Buddy Murphy would be the tag team guys. So they'd uh, they'd be there to to run the tag division. Um, okay. And then my my fifth guy um, would probably oh this is a hard one. Um, you know. My fifth guy would probably have to be, um, maybe like, uh, Petey Williams. Petey Williams. Okay. I mean, you know, now in, now in, in day's age, he's a little older, so he probably isn't going to do a lot of matches and stuff. He's got the experience, so he could you know mentor those guys a little bit but um if you were to put him in his prime i think Petey williams really uh solidifies that team if all these guys are in their prime so that, that'd probably be uh, my faction i don't know what i would call them but maybe that'll come to you later on yeah in this episode yeah here. maybe so okay well that's it that's pretty good. I think that's a, a pretty solid faction there um, that you got going on. Um, I got a few names in mind. 
Um, as far as myself, anyways. Um, but uh, we're gonna pause for the cause quick and because uh, I gotta go buy some cheese real quick and then uh, we'll be right back. So, welcome back after a short little break at uh, the grocery store. I bought my cheese and uh, Queen Heather is all, all happy and giddy and that <laughs> she's got her cheese to eat her tacos with. So, and uh, I'm forced to fend for myself. So, yeah. Because uh, I'm uh, mean, right? Late mean. to the party. Late to the party and mean. So... Um, but anyways, so my faction would be, um, well, I think I would have to go with Tommaso Ciampa as one of them. All right. I think I have to go with my boy Silas Young Ooh. for another one. That's a good one. Um, you know what? And then I'm throwing Kevin Steen in the mix. All right. All right. Um... Because I think Kevin Steen as a whole could probably be, like, the pack leader almost. Or okay. Silas Young, maybe. Silas Young has got the uh, he's got the real man attitude, right? Yeah. Um, so, those three. Um, hmm. I would have to go... Now, I should have probably threw this in here. Like, we can go with wrestlers in their prime, too. Yeah, I said that, yeah. Okay, rest, Okay. all right, all right. So I would throw in Ric Flair. Okay. Right? So that's four. And then for the fifth. Um... You know, I think I would have to go with Chris Jericho. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting group. Yeah. Chris Jericho, he kind of, like, evolved, like, every time he needed to. Mm-hmm. And that's how he stayed popular, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely throw Chris Jericho in the mix. And Ric Flair as well, yeah, like All I right. said. So, hmm. old school Ric Flair. Yeah, no, yeah, in his prime, yeah. Like, the 80s, early 90s Ric Flair, when he had, like, all that charisma and characteristics and whatnot. Because we, we want to be talking about alligator shoes here. Yeah. <laughs> My shoes cost more than your whole house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would think I would go with those five. Um, faction name, I think, would be... I think we would stick with, like, a Silas Young thing and just call it the Real Man's Gentleman's Club. All right. Or, or no, well, Real Man Club. The Real Man Club? Yeah. All right. RMC. <laughs> think about that. Chant RMC to yourself in your head. RMC, 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 right? All right. 
Did you think of about a name for your tag team? I can't think of or one. Or your faction? I can't think of one. Um, you know, it's hard because I'm trying to think of something that would, like, go with all those guys that I said. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything, like, that would, like, mesh with all of them. Um... Yeah, I don't know. The Bay Bays? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't got one. Mm. All right. That's all right. No, I guess you could call them like the highlights or something. I don't know. Because they're all pretty athletic guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Maybe I'll come back a couple episodes from now. Yeah, you think about that, right. and when it comes to your mind, we'll put that down on paper and let the fans know your faction, yeah. faction's name. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we're on to something here. I think we're on to something. Yeah. I kind of like your faction. Yeah? Yeah. But I don't know. I like mine better. That's all right. Yeah, yours is a good one, too. Interesting combo of guys. Yeah. How how well do you think they'd get along with each other, though? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm sure, like, um, well, Kevin Steen was in a faction, in his his own faction when he was in ROH right before he... He jumped to WWE. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot his the faction group name he was in. But uh, that was his whole kill, steam, kill escapade there. So, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't know, leader of the group. But I mean, I would say either Kevin Steen or, or maybe uh, Ric Flair. I was going to say, it almost has to be Rick. Yeah, almost. Because he can't. I mean, I know he wasn't a leader in evolution, but... He kind of was. A little bit, yeah. He was kind of like the... Triple H was a leader, but he was like that first that first man in command. You know, Triple H didn't do anything without talking to Rick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Because Rick's been around the block. So right. maybe that's Rick's role in yours. That could be. He yeah. could be like the, the overseer. Yeah, because the then... Big because I could see, like, Kevin Steen leading the group and then Ric Flair being there, like, to, you know, it depends on the, which Rick you put in there, though. If you put Rick in his prime, he almost has to be the leader because he's the talker. Yeah. But if you put Rick, like, late 90s, early 2000s, he could be, like, that mentor guy. Yeah. And, you know, I, th I think with the, with the Chris Jericho aspect, I think we go with, like, his early WCW days. Okay. The, like the Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah. But mixed with the Festival of Friendship kind of thing where he was like wearing the scarf and whatnot. But so like young Chris Jericho but with scarf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of like the pizzazz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With the list, you know? Yeah, all right. A, Interesting. A, a good mix with, yeah. with those two. Yeah. Okay. In Tommaso Champ, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Silas Young doesn't really matter. 
And then Kevin Steen, as long as he's like in his heel gimmick. Because it would be a heel faction for sure. Okay. I would definitely want a heel faction. Because right. I don't want I want people to like hate my group, <laughs> but like them at the same time. Yeah, all right. Yeah. To where your mom's shaking your fist, and then you're like, yeah. All right. Yeah, that sort of thing. Got some good thoughts. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Anything to add? You know, I kind of want my faction to be baby faces. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay. All right. But they help. They cheat to help their guys win, but they're still baby faces. Okay. All right. So only like help when needed kind of thing. All right. So like if Adam Cole's going to lose the title, Petey Williams is there to give somebody the Canadian Destroyer and throw him over the top. Okay. Well, here. L- let me just throw this in, in the mix. Okay. Add a tag team to your faction. Yeah, I did. I said uh, Buddy Murphy and, and... A legitimate tag team. Oh, like now? Yeah. Or now or past or whatever. Mm. You put me on the spot. Um... Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you have a tag team for your faction? Or you yeah. just want one for mine. FTR. Yeah, for you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can choose them too. Um, if you want. I mean, you can do the elite. I mean, you can go with your your uh, favorite tag team in the world, uh, the Street Profits. You know, I know how oh, much you God. enjoy those guys. No, thank you. Um, man, you really put me on the spot. Um, trying to think. I mean, you could even throw Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish in there. Yeah, no. If you wanted to. I probably wouldn't put them Red in Dragon. there. Red Dragon? You know... Maybe I would put... You need to sleep on this one. Oh man, I might need to sleep on this one. Oh well, I've, I've got so many people that I'm thinking about, but I'm trying to make them like where where they fit into your yeah, group. where they fit into the group. Um, but I'm trying to get like kind of old school, not super old school, but like early two thousands where you know I want to hit you with one out of left field. We would be like, oh yeah, that's good. Um, you know what? I think I got the tag team for you. Yeah. Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sexy. Oh no! Can't do no. it. No. No. Can't do it. No. No. Um. Shoot. There wasn't many tag teams back in that day.
Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm just having a big brain fart right now. Wow. Yeah. I'm, the I'm just, axe man is just... I'm disappointed in myself. Just dead. Wow. Any tag team in the world. You can't take over. Put in this faction. I thought, uh, I thought you would have jumped at FTR. Yeah, no, I just don't feel they fit the group. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we can uh, we can skip that. You can come up with your name. You can come up with your tag team. And you can touch base on a later podcast. Yeah, I'm feeling like I'm letting the episode down. You're not just letting me down. You're letting your whole team down, too. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm coming up short today. Yep. Um... I just pulled a, a Mighty Ducks quote right there. You're just letting me down. You're letting your whole team down, too. That was uh, in the in the original one when uh, Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez, was having a flashback to his old coach, Pat Riley. And when he goes, if you missed a shot, you're not just letting me down. You're letting your whole team down, too. And what does Gordon do? Misses the shot, clangs the pole. It's not worth playing if you can't win. My team's a winner. <laughs> maybe I should have put myself in the group. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe I'm the leader of the pack. Maybe you should put me in the group. Me in your group. Yeah, you think then so? you'd be a winner. Maybe, maybe me and you both. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Put the Beer City Boys in there. Right. Just run amok. Um. You know, yeah, I think I'm going to have to let everybody down. I can't think of a good one. Well, you take your time, and you better make it good, because if you don't make it good, everybody's going to boo you, and they're going to stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to let us down again. Then, then Heather's dad is going to be the only one that listens to it. <laughs> um, oh, well, Heather says she listens to it, too, so. Yeah, I feel like as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to be like, oh, that's who it is. Well, I mean, it's always next week, right? Yeah, it's I guess so. next week. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, I might have one. You might have one, okay. What about... Um, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Okay. I'd either have to go with them or maybe I don't know. I wish I could just make up my own tag team. Yeah? I think that'd make it easier for me. You want to make it easier? All right. I think so. Well, I was just throwing that one out there for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know. It just came to me. I mean, I thought you could make your group better by picking, like, a legit tag team. I mean, but. Yeah, I don't know. I really like TH2, but they don't really fit the group. Okay. 
But what about the motorcycle machine guns, huh? Or the North? Ooh, yeah, I'll go with the North. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the North. Yeah, I know how much you like the North. I do like the North. Well, the Good Brothers. I don't like them as much as I like the North. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I totally had a brain fart on them. I'm going with the North. They'll be in my group. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then uh, you can have like a side faction with Petey Williams in the North, cause they're all from Canada. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. Yeah. You know, we might want to transfer over to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's cold up there, but um, being Canadian citizens probably wouldn't be that bad, cause uh, with all the stuff that's going on with politics nowadays. Yeah, and then we get uh, health care. Right. Free government health care. We yeah, just gotta wait in line. It's all right. Yeah. I don't need any major work done. Right. So, I mean, if we die, we die. I mean, somebody collects, right? Yeah. We get a lot of snow bonus. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we just plow seven months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, summer bonus for... for uh, Running the water truck. <laughs> running the water truck, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, I'm glad you said that. I, the north, that'd be a good one. Okay, so the North is added to your list. All right. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So I think that's all we got for the people this week. I think so. I think that was uh, it's probably a good thing. So I don't know what we're going to have next week, but hopefully it's something good. It'll be a surprise for everyone. It'll be a surprise. That's right. At least you, all you have to do is just think of a tag team name. So. Yeah, faction name, yeah. Yeah, or faction name. That's right. All right. I'll put that on the back burner for a future episode. The boys from the north to the south. Well, but Buddy Murphy's from Australia. Adam Cole's from Florida. Yeah. Peyton Rice is from Australia, too. Yeah. I love her. Yep. But, uh... She's awesome. Yeah, I got three guys from, from Canada, and Buddy Murphy's from Australia. Adam Cole's from Florida. The Bad Apple's from somewhere in New England. Who else do I have on there? Oh, Marty Skrull's from the UK. Yeah. You're, you're just covering all the continents. All the know? continents. Yeah, so, I mean, your, your faction... Is... I should have put Angelico in there. He's from South Africa. Well, yeah, you could have. What about the Prestige... Worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Step Brothers. A little Step Brothers action, right? Yeah. How about just Prestige? Prestige. That's a good one. The Prestige. It's not bad. Yeah, I like that. It's not bad. Well, think about that. Yeah, and right. uh, if you come up with something different, right now it's Prestige or The Prestige or whatever you want yeah. to say. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, if you feel like changing your mind about the, your group, I mean, just throwing out ideas for you. I mean, trying to get you on that right track, you know. Yeah, for sure. Trying to get your mind floating back in. So, yeah. So, you come up with something different, you let the people know. All righty. Because the people want to know. Yeah. Right. This is going to be the episode that puts us over the top. I think so. I think so. Hopefully, everybody, like, by now has already subscribed. And give us a five-star rating on uh, Apple, Google, whatever podcast platform that you have operating for you. And uh, telling all their friends, family members, 
fellow wrestling fans. Yeah. Co-workers. Spread the word. Spread the word. That's right. All right. We want to hear from you. What's your factions? Yeah. Email us, yeah. Yeah. Email, Twitter us, whatever. Call us up on the phone, on the mat, on the mat line. Who <laughs> would call it the mat line? Yeah. Yeah. The mat phone. Mat phone. That's right. Put the signal in the air. That's right. People will come. <laughs> People will come. All right. On that note, wear a mask. Yeah. Wash your Wa hands. Watch your distance and wash your hands, right? So, all right. We're out of here. Well, hope you all uh, enjoyed that faction episode. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, so. Yeah, hopefully uh, sound quality was good. We uh, we recorded in the car, you know, on our many, many adventures. We were going to defend the tag titles, so. Yeah, at Red Wing Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> we came up uh, two boots short. <laughs> yeah, but we still got, we kept the titles, though. We so. kept the titles, that's right. I eventually got uh, my two boots. Yeah, wedges. That's where it's at. Yep. So um, shout out to uh, Red Wing and <laughs> uh, the uh, Irish Setters. Yeah, comfortable. Right out of the box. What's up? Comfortable right out of the box. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like we said, hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, hope you guys are having a good Easter. Hopefully you're having many brews. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get too drunk, though, since we got work on Monday. That's right. Well, but, um, yeah. So, uh, Matty Ice, we're getting to the end of the month. Uh, so, who uh, who is your wrestler of March? Uh, wrestler of March... You know, yeah, I know this is so a hard, hard one. Yeah, you know, I want to say Britt Baker. Uh, let's just go with Britt Baker for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, she just kind of killed it uh, as she kind of already does, and she's so young into her career. She's only got like four or five years in the business for sure. So, like, for her to be on like the national TV and just destroying it in that match with Thunder Rosa, I mean. Yeah, I, I think I would have to just say her. I mean, she's okay. got she's got many more years to come, and um, it seems like she's just aging like a fine wine. She's only getting better. Yeah, for sure. So, <sighs> I mean, if Anna Jade was still wrestling right now, if she wasn't hurt, I would definitely see Anna Jade. But yeah, um, get your hands off her, for John. Yeah, she's mine, all mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, this is a hard one, but, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Kenny Omega, um, and the only reason I say that is because he, he's been, uh, really good th this month of March, I mean, he's been really good all of 2021 so far. Um, I mean, the whole, he's got this huge storyline around him. He's been going back and forth between uh, Impact and AEW. He, um, and I think that 
that forbidden door kind of storyline thing's just going to keep revolving with him as time goes on. He may even be my uh, my wrestler of April. We'll have to see as April comes to a close. I mean, anything can happen. So, um, yeah, I got to go with Kenny Omega. The only other person that comes close is probably... Yeah, probably I'd have to say The Miz because he did that big swerve with uh, the money in the bank and stuff. Yeah, you know, The Miz was good with that, and um, it's a shame that they took away the title because I was kind of looking forward to seeing what he had going for uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. So you have anything else you want to tell the people this week? Because next week WrestleMania. That's right, WrestleMania. I'm going to be watching it live and in color, not on black and white TV anymore. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> I upgraded. Just, I, I just bought a, a color TV. Yay me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was something that I wanted to tell the people, but um, it kind of slipped my mind. Kind of slipped my mind. Yeah, I guess that's all we got for you right now. I yeah. mean, until I figure out what I was going to try to say, because um, my Alzheimer's is kicking in, you know. <laughs> Forgot to take your ginkgo biloba. I, I sure did. Oh, you know, I I remember what I was going to say now. Oh. I'd like to thank the good people at Pegasus Restaurant for uh, feeding this delicious breakfast this morning with a nice hot steaming cup of coffee. Uh, dang me near burn my mouth off taking a sip um, and uh, the eggs were great corned beef hash was great I know that you had eggs and uh, hash browns and bacon 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 kind of like Damien yeah Damien <laughs> Damien <laughs> maybe he'll get us a tractor this year um, anyways but yeah thanks shout out to those guys um, 79th and uh, Greenfield check them out yummy in my tummy West Dallas, represent. <laughs> yeah, well, Matty Ice knows that it was good because uh, I was done like 10 minutes before he was even done. Yep. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, little baby, she uh, she broke bread with us and she did not like it. So, um, bummer on that. Give her time. But she did eat before she went to the restaurant, so she was double dipping. So, she's excused. And maybe I should have double dipped too. <laughs> I should have got some Pegasus to go. Yeah, you know what? I I think you you probably like the polar bear waffle. Maybe. Yeah. You know, there's another place up by Ashley and I. It's called uh, like Maxwell's Pancake House. Mm-hmm. And you can get eggs, hash browns, bagon, <laughs> and two pancakes on the side. Yeah, for five ninety nine. I don't remember what it and is. It's probably like fifteen ninety nine. No, I think it's only like ten bucks. Okay, well that's not bad. Yeah, I mean we could always go to George Webb next time. <sighs> After the Brewers win, right? That's right. It's like five dollar burgers or whatever. Five burgers for five bucks or something. Yep. Yep. Well, we may have to start of the Brewer season. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind. So keep that in mind for the podcast. That's well, right. Matty Ice, send him off till WrestleMania. Till WrestleMania, people. Remember to wash your hands, wear your mask, 
and watch your distance. Later, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> Eat some bagon and we out. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hot tag podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Beer City Boys 1. Hot, hot tag, tag out. out.